Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts podcast. Uh, you're on once again with Andrew today. Um, and yeah, this is where we are heading as a podcast, just um, short, sharp hitting solo pods. Um, yeah, just for your, for just more content to get out to you guys before the season kicks off in a week from today. One week. Crazy how time goes. Um, and this will continue during the season just to, um, you know, game recaps. Um, start sits, waiver wire stuff, just short, sharp hitting. You'll get one of us on each day, and um, yeah, we'll just be we'll be hitting you up with our uh, with our content, that helping you guys navigate the uh, the off season, the last bit of the off season, and the in season content that you guys need for your fantasy football teams. Um, but don't expect it from Frank. Uh, Frank, our uh, Lord and Savior of the pod. Um, you know he's he's working. He's not even working nine to five. He's working like three a.m. till midnight. I heard. Um, man's like tarring roads. Um, you know, he's trying to uh, find a cure for COVID. I mean, man's doing everything. Um, he just works. He works and sleeps. Doesn't even sleep. Doesn't even eat. I heard. Just works. Doesn't have time for the pod anymore. Um, so, yeah, you know, mention him on Twitter. You know, let him know that you you're thinking of him at work, because that's all he does really. Um, that is all Frank does is just work. But um, yeah, Frank, fire up, man. We need you. We need you back on the back on the mic. Um, yeah, fire up. Post on the Instagram. Do something. Um, but yeah, that's that's enough of Frank chat. Um, check out the pod on Spotify. You know, Charlene and Joel have both uh, pumped out a solo pod. Charlene's trendsetters of the preseason. Um, it was really, <laughs> I like listening to those two. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of fun when um, they get on the mic. I don't really listen to myself, but uh, when. It was really good, um, so check them out. Uh, Joel did his um, optimal draft for 2022, which had some really good insights, so listen to them in preparation for your upcoming drafts. Um, we've also got our, our rankings. They're the Frankings, back when Frank was doing pods. Um, our breakouts, our busts, our all-in player players, um, our NFC and AFC uh, team totals, best bets, and all that stuff. So everything you need is out there on the Spotify. Um, check it out you can also follow us on instagram at the fantasy addicts on twitter at the fb addicts uh, my personal account on twitter um at andy fb addict uh, i've been doing threads and a little bit of stuff there to help prepare you guys for your drafts um but yeah you know uh, that's pretty much it for the the uh the socials and the plugs um Charlene, i did uh see that you mentioned that um you missed the ando rando's question of the day and you know i'm here for you uh, don't fear, Andy is here. Um, so today, the question is, Charlene, which you can answer on your next solo pod that I will obviously listen to. Um, what is your favorite meal of the day, Charlene? Um, and the listeners, you know, you can you can join in on this in the conversation. Um, for me, it's breakfast. Uh, lunch is probably the worst. Dinner second. But yeah, breakfast, lunch or dinner, Charlene, let me know what your favorite is and why. Uh, for me, you know, you can just so many options to go with breakfast, you know, bacon and eggs. Um, bacon and eggs is my personal favorite, but, you know, you can get eggs benedict. It's just so many options. But then even the shit ones, like, you know, toast, Vegemite is beautiful as well. Cereal, tasty. Um, but, yeah, you know, you can go the direction of, like, pancakes, waffles. You can go anywhere. Um, really love breakfast as an option. So uh, that, that's my answer, Charlene. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to hear yours on the solo pod. Um, but yeah, we'll get into it. So this podcast today is just, uh, I don't know what I'll call it. 
I think Andy's ADP analysis might be the title, but um, just for that A alliteration, you know, need that need that in the title. But today we're just going to be looking at you know the the draft board and um what play, players and positions you should draft where, um, just identifying um strong and weak spots of the draft that uh you can you can manipulate and really uh, dominate your league mates in. So, for example, I was going to do this round by round, but I think I'll do it positionally. So, um, yeah, we'll start off with – we'll get into it. Uh, we'll start off with quarterbacks. Um, for me, there's a clear nine players in my personal rankings that I think will separate themselves from the rest, and that includes um, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert at the top. But for me, I'm letting these guys go if they're going – I looked at sleeper the ADPs, and these guys are going all going before pick thirty. Oh, I just had the hiccups. That's going to be fun if that's the thing on the podcast. But um, yeah, if these guys all go before pick thirty, I don't want anything to do with them really. Um, but the next six names I'm really interested in. So that's Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Trey Lance. Really love these quarterbacks from picks fifty to a hundred. That's where they all go. Um, my favorite two would be Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. But I think um, you guys uh, really should land one of these nine quarterbacks, the ones I mentioned, the top three and the next six. Um, they will really separate themselves for me. And the beauty of it is if if you want to wait on this position, you can because more than likely someone will take Joe Burrow at pick 50, Brady at pick 70, um, Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, one of these players will go. Um in your like 10 team, 10 team or 12 team or leagues. And um, yeah, you'll get, you'll get your pick of the bunch. But for me, Burrow, Brady, Stafford, Rogers, Carr, Cousins don't really provide enough on the ground um, as much as the likes of like Lamar, Kyler, Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance do. So um, that's the, that's the uh, tiebreaker for me. So um, yeah, just quickly recapping the nine or ma- mainly the six quarterbacks, I'm targeting uh, Lamar, Jackson, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Russ Wilson, Dak Prescott, Trey Lance. Get one of those quarterbacks from anywhere between pick 50 and pick 100, and you'll be laughing at the quarterback position. But now we'll jump into the more spicy stuff, so the running backs. For me, there's a clear top five, um, and it's, I mean, it could be a clear top two, really. Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor. Um, if you have the If you have pick one, just quickly, Take Christian McCaffrey. We're trying to win our leagues. We're not trying to make the playoffs and get bounced in the first round. So take Christian. Um, there is no better fantasy asset. I mean, the man scores, you know, 25 points with ease. Um, he can easily catch 100 balls. He is the clear offense. Um, the offense goes through him, sorry. Um, I mean, he finishes the RB1 on a week without a touchdown. So, um, yeah, there's no one like him, really. Um, but, yeah, Continuing on here, so take Christian McCaffrey pick one, but there's five running backs that I think are in a tier by themselves. Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook. I really like these guys. Um, Najee Harris and Joe Mixon are also going in round one. I just don't trust them and as much as the other five, but they are really good options nevertheless. Um, in round two, there's DeAndre Swift, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley. As much as Saquon Barkley grosses me out, um, these are all great options as well. 
Um, and continuing here, round three, running backs, Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette, James Conner. Um, so basically the over the point of this, um, me just listing these 15 names, is I believe you should go get two of these to start off, start your drafts. Whether you want to go running back, running back, receiver, um, you know, tight end, running back, running back, running back, tight end, running back, um, whichever way you want to go, I believe you need to take two of these top 15 before round four because um, these next few names that I'm going to list at the running back position, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Cam Akers, uh, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, Eli Mitchell, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Sanders, Damien Harris, Kareem Hunt, Cordell Patterson. Um, I left a few names off. I left Travis Etienne, Bruce Hall, AJ Dillon, because I kind of like those names. But all the names I just listed there are in the quote-unquote running back dead zone. And um, I think you should avoid that at all costs. They all have the concerns. And you're just opening up your um, bus potential by, you know, taking running backs in this area like <laughs> – um, ever since I've been playing fantasy football, all these this this range just sucks. Continually sucks um, for running backs. Um, I remember when I was a fantasy football virgin, and you know I took I don't know receiver early, quarterback early, tight end early, and then I was left with oh, I'm trying to remember the names here: Isaiah Crowell, Bilal Powell, and 55 year old Frank Gore as my running backs. And I did not win the league, I can tell you that much. So, um, yeah, I think you should really attack the top 15 I mentioned. If you can, get one of those top five players, I said. Um, but, yeah, I'll quickly recap them now. So it's Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette, James Conner, and then it's a massive tear gap. Um, you know, if sometimes the board doesn't fall the way you want it. So if you need to take a running back in the next range before pick 30, um, look, Travis Etienne's way, AJ Dillon's way, David Montgomery's way, because I think those are the only three in this dead zone that may work out. But um, the overall piece of this uh, running back analysis is that you should really look to get grab two running backs in the first three rounds and you'll be laughing. They will lead your teams to the playoffs, hopefully. Um, staying with running back really quickly, shots to take late, uh, Tony Pollard, you know, Zeke Elliott's fat, eats pies, you know, he's so bad. Just with your eyeball, you watch him and you're like, gee, he sucks. So um, I think they'll get Tony Pollard more involved in Dallas and he's a really good option late. Chase Edmonds at Miami, um, I mean, looks good in the preseason, looks to get all the work. Um, everyone's kind of in on him, and his ADP stayed in the 80s, 90s, so that's really good. Um, Ramon J. Stevenson is another one. Ty Montgomery's hurt. More, um, I think he's going to get more involved in the receiving game. Uh, they've expressed they don't want to lean on Damien Harris as much, so uh, Ramon J. Late's good too. Uh, the, man of the, the man of the preseason, the man of the Twitters, Damien Pierce. Um, he's really good to get in the pick, pick 80s and beyond. I mean, he's just, he's just going to be the man in Houston. Uh, they just recently cut Marlon Mack. Um, and, yeah, Damien Pierce looks to be the lead back there, can do it all, Belka size. Um, I mean, <laughs> all the all the memes about him on Twitter have been funny. But, um, yeah, I'm buying the hype on Damien Pierce. Another few are like Darrell Henderson. Um, you know, 
can get more involved in the LA Rams offense with this Cam Akers injury. They expressed they want to use a 50-50 split there. Um, yeah, I really like him to get a cheap piece of this Rams offense. Could lead, could lead into something bigger there. And then you've got like pass catches like Naeem Hines, J.D. McKissick um, that could catch their way into seven or eight points, which can be handy on bye weeks in, uh, in gross spots where you just need that that uh, that high ceiling, I mean, high floor player. So um, that's the running back position there. And we'll move on to receivers. There's a clear top three for me. Um, it's Cooper Cup, it's Justin Jefferson, it's Jamar Chase. If you want to go receiver early, I'm allowing you to in the first round. Mainly if you have a back end first, I like taking one of these players um, because I think they will separate themselves from the the round two receivers and everyone else. So, um, yeah, those three are the only exceptions to taking early receiver for me because even though how good these guys are in round two, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, Tyree Kill, Debo Samuel, um, I just think you need to take two running backs in the first three rounds. So by going Cooper Cup and then taking like DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams is a better start to me than taking like Cooper Cup and then running it back with another receiver like CeeDee Lamb and then being stuck with, I don't know, Zeke as your RB1. And that's a nightmare scenario. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'll continue. Um, wide receiver is so deep, man. Like from rounds three and see the four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, it goes on. There's so many players there that can produce for your fantasy teams. Um, I like them all. So <laughs> round three, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Keenan Allen, AJ Brown. Um, I can't really make a case against any of them. I don't love Keenan, but Frank does. So um, if you like what Frank's opinion, even though you haven't heard it in a while, <laughs> shout out Frank. Um, yeah, they're all great options to be a wide receiver one. Continuing on, round four, Michael Pittman, Jalen Waddell, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, all super talented receivers. I don't love Terry, Deontay, or DK Metcalf, but um, Michael Pittman in the fourth is a smash. So, um, you know, there's always talent in the receiver position in these rounds, especially round five and six. I mean, Colton Sutton, Jerry Judy, Mike Williams, Alan Robinson, Hollywood Brown. Brandon Cooks, Amon Ra St. Brown, Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney, Chris Godwin, Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, the names just, they keep going. <laughs> and if you like conversely look at it, the running backs, it's like Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, Eli Mitchell. Like, it's just not the same depth or um, value in uh, in the middle rounds. So, um, I mean, continuing on round seven, Rashad Bateman, Brandon Ayuk, Adam Thielen, round eight, Eli Moore, um, continuing on up. Uh, Beyond this, Alan Lazard, Christian Kirk, Robert Woods, Devontae Smith, Tyler Boyd, um, even later, Isaiah McKenzie, Nico Collins. <laughs> you can take a shot on a rookie. Drake London, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, George Pickens, Romeo Dubes have all shown something. Um, and I think my point is receiver is so deep that you don't need to take it early. You can take it late and still make up points um, because I think, Michael Pittman, Colton Sutton, Mike Williams will all be top 12 receivers and you can get them in rounds four, five, six. If you, take, if you listen to me and think Amon Ra St. Brown can finish as a top 15 receiver, really breakout candidate. Um, so the overall point of receiver is I like Cup, Jefferson and Chase early, but that's that's where I probably call it quits, to be honest. 
Um, then I'm waiting in rounds four, five, six to get those Michael Pittmans, those Cortland Suttons, those Mike Williams, those Alan Robinson, those Amon Ra St. Browns, those Brandon Cook types. Because if you basically the life you live, if you go running back early and receiver in the middle, is so much better than if you go receiver early and um, running backs in the middle. That's basically what um, this podcast is about, really. Um, and real quickly, we'll just do tight ends. Um, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Cole Pitts is where I'm leaning. Um, I've been there all off-season. Early tight end is the way to go. I've always been this kind of guy that takes early tight end. Um, I don't – I've been – I've expressed my opinion. I don't like Cole Pitts. But you can't really avoid the love that Cole Pitts gets <laughs> on the Twitters and with everyone. Um, you know, Burjo, Frank, both love him. So, um, you know, you can draft him in round three and see how it goes. I personally don't think anyone would succeed in this Atlanta Falcons offense. But um, Cole Pitts apparently is the best tight end we've ever seen, according to Frank and Burjo. So – Maybe he can do it. But um, basically, Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts, first three rounds. And then I'm avoiding George Kittle, Darren Waller, Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz is injured. I'm avoiding him right now. Um, all in that middle round, middle range. And waiting until Cole Komet, David Njoku, Irv Smith, Pat Frymuth, Brevin Jordan, if you miss out on the top three. So basically tight ends take one of the top three early or wait that's that's basically my tight end strategy and that's how i think you guys should navigate the tight end position in your drafts so basically to wrap up i think the way to really um dismantle dismantle <laughs> your league mates in drafts this year is just to identify that you need to take two running backs before pick 30 because then they start to thin out and get real sketchy um so yeah, those top 15 names I had mentioned before, taking two of them before round four is a great idea. And I think pairing them with an elite tight end is a great idea as well because of the point advantage you will get from Kelsey, Andrews, and Pitts in contrast to, I mean, in comparison to like Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas got it. I think they can put oh, 200 points on them guys across the season. Could be a bold take, but yeah, that's that's how much better I see them. Um, so basically, here we go. Putting and, and after that, obviously, you get receiver one of those nine quarterbacks, and then just keep going. Receiver taking you know, you can take your shots on AJ Dillon, Travis Etienne, Brees Hall, um, Damian Pierce, Tony Pollard, Chase Edmonds. Kind of some people we like there, but avoiding the Zeke Elliott's Cam Akers, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson's of the world. Um, and instead grabbing Brandon Cooks's, and then Ross St. Brown's, Gabe Davis's, um, Jerry Judy's, you know, in that in that range. So to wrap up, <coughs> quarterbacks, clear top nine, get one of those guys that can move. So for, for example, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, love those two. Running backs, take two of the top 15, and then, you know, take shots late. So Tony Pollard, AJ Dillon, Ramondre Stevenson, Damien Pierce, Chase Edmonds, etc. Um, tight ends again take one early; they will dominate. 
the position for you and give you such a point advantage. It's ridiculous. And then wide receiver is so deep, you don't really have to worry about it until <laughs> round four, to be honest, unless Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase fall to you in the late first round. So yeah, basically, um, the best way this can go is you get a top five pick. You, let's say we get pick three. We take Austin Eckler. Then we take, on the way back, we get Mark Andrews. Then in round three, we get Leonard Fournette. So we've started Eckler, Andrews, Fournette. Round four, um, we get a, we start receiver. So we get Michael Pittman to start our receiver, be our wide receiver one. Then in round five, we get um, Mike Williams, Alan Robinson, one of those types. Round six, we look at the quarterback's way. We get Jalen Hurts. Then we come back. Back to receiver, round seven, round, um, you know, Armin Ra St. Brown might still be there. Gabe Davis might still be there. Rashad Bateman, Brandon Ayuk. And then we keep going receiver. We go Eli Moore, Alan Lazard, um, running backs. We look at Damian Pierce late. And yeah, you're laughing. You'll win your league. You'll dominate your competition. And it's just a way better life to live rather than going um, Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, T. Higgins to start. And then you're stuck with. Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, a mediocre tight end and a bad quarterback. So, um, yeah, I'm just rambling at this point. I think you get the point. You get what I'm trying to say. Um, thank you for listening. You know, the boys will be putting out a pod a day, um, hopefully from now up until week 16, uh, if all goes right. Um, so, yeah, a fantasy addicts pod a day keeps the doctor away. Wow, that sounded better in my head than um, – it did just then. That's kind of it's kind of lame. Sorry, um, but yeah, Frank, if you like that saying, a fantasy addict pot a day keeps the doctor away. Let me know. Um, roommate just playing music. Hopefully that doesn't. You can't hear that. Oh, it might be. It might add a nice touch to the pod actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the direction the pod is going. Um, solo pods. You'll hear from me, Joel, Shalim, hopefully Frank and Burjo. Um, just giving our takes, helping you guys out before the fantasy football kicks season kicks off. Um, and yeah, another thing, just really quickly, we have joined the it's called they the group chat's called the Aussie Content Team, but it's really the um, FFN Scout, um, which is the Fantasy Football Network um, Scout Team, which is a bunch of Australian um, analysis in the fantasy football business, um, and you know guys like. Uh, the Pastry Press, Aussie NFL, Gridiron guys. Um, thank you for being so welcoming and allowing us to join the team. Um, yeah, give those guys a listen to their podcast. Um, yeah, they're doing really great stuff out there. But really, the point is um, the Fantasy Addicts have joined them in their uh, individual team scout thing, which is they'll all look at a team in the NFL and um, weekly and, like, you know, the start sits and all the – important fantasy football content related to that team. The fantasy addicts landed on the LA Rams, the Super Bowl winning LA Rams, because we are a Super Bowl winning podcast. <laughs> um, no, we just we just picked the Rams because we just want to tell you to start Cooper Cup every week. So it's pretty easy. But um, no, excited to get going. Um, check out uh, the Pastry Press, uh, Aussie NFL Fantasy, Gridiron guys, all those guys involved in that and follow the um, Fantasy Football Network, the scout team. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can um, bring you some uh, really informative stuff on the LA Rams in the season. But um, on that note, I'm going to call it quits. I have to get to class soon, accounting. Um, 
yeah, I might do an accounting pod after this. Kidding. It's the most boring class there is. But, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Conquer the day. Go out there and um, just absolutely nail your drafts this year because of what I've told you today. Um, But, yeah, thank you for listening. Talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.